listening to the Uneducated Guesses Podcast, featuring middle-aged guys offering unsolicited football advice. Hey everybody, welcome to the Uneducated Guesses Podcast. I'm your host Matt, once again here with, we have a full lineup today guys, I'm loving it. We got Trent, we got Ryan, and coming back from the grave, the old man himself, Jeff, has decided to join us. We're a little off schedule. Welcome, guys. I'm sorry. I should uh, let you guys say hi. So welcome, everybody. Glad to be here. Dude. Yeah, good, good to be here. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I want to apologize. We, we had a little bit of a schedule mix up. Um, it's it's still a little early in the morning. I'm still trying to play catch up with my coffee and caffeine. Uh, I have done about two rails of Coke to try to help energize myself for this uh podcast so uh if i'm a little jittery i apologize but i i feel and look like shit although the looking like shit is really uh nothing new um, the, so the face for podcasts that's it. Podcast. it uh i i have a beautiful uh nasally voice today so for that i apologize but uh nonetheless we had a fantastic fan freaking tastic divisional football weekend last weekend at least for me uh ryan could have gone better but man, i was really open it could have gone worse it could have gone worse look i you it was clearly not your day when the worst rule in sports was applied to your cleveland browns of the fumble in the back of the end zone opposing you know the defense gets the ball at the 20 that's the worst rule in sports, and it needs to go away. Um, sure, but you know what? You know what? It happened to Richard Higgins, who I I wouldn't wish that on anybody but Richard Higgins. So uh, I'm okay. Well, at least he caught the ball, right? Yeah. Well, he no, catch actually not. <laughs> um. Well, there was even argument of the leading with the helmet penalty that should yeah. have been flagged as well. So. I, I don't. That could have been. We can. Do you want, I mean, if you if you want to touch on that, I I would argue on the other side. I don't I don't believe that's the worst rule in football. I think that's uh, well warranted, actually. I yeah. I still believe. Okay, look. If you want to penalize the offense for fumbling in the back of the end zone, uh, or out of the end zone at all, uh, having the ball go that direction, well, the offense should still keep the ball, just like if it were in play and the ball goes out of bounds. But rather than it being, you know, spot of the foul or where the ball goes out of bounds, put the offense back at the 20. Or make it a 10-yard penalty from spot of foul in the event that it's a deeper play, right? So, and that makes sense. And, that, and that's the argument for changing the rule, right? But the argument against it would be that, you know, the goal line is a special place. It's not the same as everywhere else on the field, right? So when you fumble across that goal line, it's got to be different than just fumbling out of bounds on any other part of the field. And by stretching out to, to reach for that, because, you know, you get six points for crossing the goal line, obviously, right? It's, again, it's, it's, it's the magical line on the field. There should be some penalty for, for making that risky play. I'm pretty sure that coaches will coach ball carriers not to do that because of the rule. Um, to, to just say, well, hey, look, go out of bounds at the one, secure the football first and foremost. Um, and, and defenses are taught to, you know, shoot at the ball punch the football out because of uh you know the, the such strong penalty uh for fumbling the ball it could go you know it could be a turnover fumbling in the field of play and if it goes out of bounds into the end zone it is a turnover right um yeah I, it, I, two sides of that coin i get like i think going back to the 20 is a good compromise uh, actually yeah. um 
kind of replaying the down. I think that's not not a bad uh, compromise there. But certainly, I think it is fair. Um, and you know, it just comes up. It's kind of like you know, hot button. You know, um, uh, buzzworthy hot take. Yeah, oh, man, that's the worst rule of football. Um, while it's not perfect, it, it is it is fair to say. You know, by risking stretching the ball across the goal line to get that six points, uh, the defense is obviously going to try and knock it out, and, and that that's the uh, the consequence of doing that. Yeah, no, I see. Even as uh, even as the guy on the other side of this one, I I really don't feel like it needs to be overturned. All the coaches already say that they they coach against it, but that's what they have to say, uh, and no one really does because everybody wants to get uh, into the end zone. But that's uh, right. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I feel like there was uh, <laughs> I feel like that play upset me more because of the the launching targeting uh, missile dirty Dan yeah. there. Uh, yeah, I feel exactly. like I feel like that was probably the worst part of the play. I didn't agree. get picked up uh, the, the rule. I mean, the rule has been the rule for for how long? I have no idea, but it, it's been that way for a long time. It's not like this snuck up on anybody. It's very true. That's very true. Um, I just I've. I don't like it. I think it's a trash rule. I think yeah. it was written room, room for confidence for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think it was written with the intent of uh, you know when you were still playing the th- three yards in a cloud of dust football, right? You know, you turn around, yeah. you hand it off. You know, Army Navy style football. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's really applicable in today's NFL. So there's definitely room for compromise. I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. That was the yeah. best game of the weekend, though, for sure. I mean. It, there were, it was the first time since, like, the 70s that the divisional round did not have a lead change in any game in the second half. And that, you know, Browns-Chiefs game was as close to uh, to having that happen than, than any of the others. I thought it was kind of like a snoozer weekend. But, Matt, to your point, I mean, good on you for the Bucks to win. I mean, Tom Brady whoop, whoop. certainly doesn't look his age where, you know, you see all these other and, – and we'll, we'll probably get to it to, to discuss these uh, – you know, that the passing of the guard for this generation's generation of quarterbacks, Tom Brady doesn't look like he fits in that at all. You're you're absolutely right. Uh, maybe it's the avocado ice cream that he's got going on. Maybe <laughs> it's the rejuvenation of coming down here, change of scenery. Right. Because, I mean, you look at last season and he did really start to look like he was having a rough time. There was argument of, hey, yep. is he really throwing to. Right. Um, yep. And I get that, but maybe there's just rejuvenation of the fact that, you know, the cold weather on his bones for so many weeks is up there in New England versus the 70 degree weather down here in uh, Florida. You know, it's it's done him a little little bit of good, a um, little bit of rejuvenation, change of scenery, kind of revitalize him. And this is why people retire down here, right? Maybe he's enjoying the fact that it's a tax-free state and he's got a little extra cash in his pocket. I don't know. Um, I'm not Tom Brady, uh, but still. He's to your point, Trent. He's looking phenomenal right now. Yep. Uh, he's 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 looking better than Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Um, and that's not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers, who will probably be the NFL MVP. Uh, but right now, the, Tom Brady's looking better. Now, to I do want to circle to this uh, because ESPN did a great piece on Philip Rivers. Um, I'm a huge Philip Rivers guy. I love Philip Rivers. Uh, he is a great trash talker and that's what ESPN did. He is a great trash talker in the sense that he's clean. He doesn't have to drop any swear words or uh truly insulting, demeaning uh flair out there. 
uh, one of the things that he was doing is he was basically calling out Roquan Smith, the linebacker for the Bears, former Georgia Bulldog, calling him out for uh, missing a tackle on Jonathan uh, Jonathan Taylor, who just cut the corner on him, I guess, and made a miss. And he was just calling him out between plays uh, in, a, in a playful manner. You know, hey, you know, uh, JT cut the corner. He beat you. He beat you. <laughs> so just ribbing the defense. Here's this old man that's that's just ugh, so old. And yet he's still in the NFL and talking trash to someone who's, you know, only been in a couple of years. So uh, I really like Philip Rivers. I personally think he is a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's been the unfortunate recipient of being a member of the San Diego Chargers, who even when they had a great offense and he was playing well, the defense did not hold up its end of the bargain and vice versa. So uh, that's just my opinion. Um, I think he should go to the hall. There's also a few others that I'd, I'd like to get to, but that's my take on Philip. I agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I think that's a good one. I'm interested to hear Jeff's take because uh, Rivers being so closely related with his boy, Eli Manning. And since Eli is certainly getting in as a lock into the Hall of Fame because of two fluke uh, postseasons, uh, I'd like to hear uh, his thoughts about Philip Rivers, who arguably uh, is, uh, I wouldn't, maybe the better quarterback, but certainly on par with uh, with Eli. I, I actually do think that Rivers is is a better quarterback than um, Eli. And, I mean, I'd like to say, well, if you put Rivers on the Giants, well, he would have two Super Bowls as well. Obviously, you can't, you know, you can't say that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, if Eli gets into the, into the Hall of Fame, which I don't think he'll be first round, but if and when he gets in, everybody knows. I mean, it's basically his postseason two Super Bowls, you know, that are really going to push him, you know, and get him in there. Rivers, I mean, what? He's in within his top five in passing yards, right? And touchdowns, I think. Of all time, yeah, some something like that. Yeah, it would surprise me if he wasn't. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, so I mean, he if they if he doesn't, the only thing he's missing among the quarterbacks that are in there, you know, especially now, you know, Peyton Manning, Brady, who will be in whatever Eli Manning is the Super Bowl. He yep. doesn't have any Super Bowl wins, and that would be a tragedy in my in my opinion if that's why he doesn't get in. Um, but I, I, I don't think he's going to have a problem. Again, he, he may not be first first ballot, you know, first round. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he will get in. And, um, yeah, I, I will give him the edge over Eli, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. good call. Ryan, you got any take on uh, Old Man Rivers? Oh, and I think we've discussed it before. We all know he's a, he's a Hall of Fame. I, you know, I think he could be first ballot because I think everyone recognizes – just the consistent level of play over the the length of the career. I mean, you you don't end up on the top five, top ten charts without, you know, stringing a lot of good seasons together. So uh, he he's in for sure. I, I'm gonna guess first ballot myself. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, now consider this, uh, and and this literally just popped out of mind here as I'm scrolling through. What does Indianapolis Colts do now? Because think about it, right? They went from Peyton Manning. They had a crap year, you know, the whole uh, lose for luck. They get Andrew Luck. He gets hurt, and they they tank it again, right? And then he ret- unexpectedly retires, uh, and, and they stick with Jacoby Brissett. And then they bring in Phillip Rivers for a year, who's now retired. But they made the playoffs. I mean, do they go out and draft a quarterback? Do they maybe try to make a move for Deshaun Watson? Like, what are your guys' take here? Ryan? Carson Wentz. 
Carson yeah. Wentz might be an option. There's going to be some some QB shakeup here. I I think Deshaun Watson's going to stay put. I really do. Uh, it it makes zero sense for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's the Texans, right? I mean, that's kind of what we've come to expect. Yeah, no, I I think Deshaun Watson's staying put. Um, at least this year, I, some contract reasons why it doesn't really make sense to do, you know, anything unless you're Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I don't think he's going to make an emotional reaction. I know he's already, you know, sort of expressed his displeasure. Uh, and I think they're coming around to him eventually. I assume there's been some, you know, off the books uh, talks that we don't know about that, you know, they're trying to patch things up there. So I, I don't think that's a problem. I wouldn't be surprised to see Carson Wentz move. Okay. Jeff, do you have any take? Um, well, the one that comes to mind would be Sam Dono with the Jets. Okay. I'm thinking Jets are going to be drafting a quarterback, right, with number two pick. I don't think Dono is as bad as it seems. I think it was just a mess being on that team, you know, along with coaching, ownership, just weapons around him. So I, I could see him being the odd man out or maybe even not wanting to be on the Jets once they do draft a quarterback. Why not? You know, I, I mean, I, I could see the Colts, you know, uh, trying to make a play for him. So, Sure. Sure. Trent, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I, I would just say um, the reason I brought up Carson Wentz is because of Frank Reich. Okay, Frank Reich was uh, Carson Wentz's quarterback coach back in 2017 when he had uh, his uh, – uh, MVP-esque uh, season for the Eagles and uh, led them to the number one seed, which propelled them to the Super Bowl uh, that Nick Foles won. Uh, but it, it seems that Frank Wright got the, the most out of Carson and kind of, um, you know, either coached him up, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the thing against Carson right now, what they're saying is that he doesn't take to coaching. And uh, uh, obviously uh, that that wasn't the case when Frank Reich was his, uh, was his quarterback coach in Philly because he got the most out of them. So that certainly could be an option for the Colts if they could find a way to get a discounted price on Carson coming off, uh, you know, a horrible, horrific season for him. Um, you know, maybe they can uh, get a package deal with Zach Ertz to you know, send a second round pick for those two guys. Cause you know, Philly is, is, is in a tough spot here with the cap and um, you know, everything basically. So that's an option. I think they got to try and push hard for, uh, for Deshaun Watson. Um, if, if everything is as bad as it seems there, they need to find a way to, to get, uh, get Deshaun there. And, and um, you know, to Jeff's point, I think the jets are probably going to push hard for, for Deshaun as well. But um, I, I would be surprised if, if Watson goes anywhere. Um, so the Colts, I think, are going to are going to have to spend uh, spend one of those draft picks on a quarterback and, and just bring someone new in to try and develop them. And most yeah. likely. And the, yeah. the, just to, to wrap up the Rivers thing, the, the, uh, I just wanted to make one last point about that. The, the most impressive thing for me, for Eli and Philip Rivers, is their durability. I mean, Rivers yeah. didn't miss a single game in his career, which is that unbelievable. Is, unbelievable. Mind blowing. Yes. That's yeah. Best ability is availability, right? So. Yeah, that's right. And and I think Eli only missed the only game he missed was because he got benched, which is just, he got the, benched you know, for Geno Smith. Yeah. Ah! Was, I mean, just the that's just the disaster of a franchise that, you know, the Giants were during that time. I mean, that was just a shame. And then he came back and played like two weeks later because yeah. of, he got hurt or something. He played against the Eagles a couple of weeks later. So, yeah, that, that was just a shame to see. uh 
you know, as, as someone who hates the Giants and Eli and, you know, just to yeah. see that happen was just a, a complete shame. The way that they mishandled, uh, you know, it Eli's was, last year there, it was a shame. Yeah, it, it was terrible. That's that's funny. It was fitting for that season. That's uh, that's remarkable. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I'm just thinking about this. Deshaun ain't going to, to Indy. There's no way Houston is going to trade their quarterback to a division rival. That's not going to happen. So, yeah, that's right. I, I totally forgot that Houston and Indy are in the same division because they're kind of opposite ends of the country, you know, north and south. So whatever. Um, yeah, Deshaun probably, to Ryan's point, is, is going to stay put. All right, so real quick, let's consider the other quarterbacks that are potentially leaving. All right, you've got Philip Rivers, who's retired. You've uh, From that same draft class, if I'm not mistaken, you've got Big yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you've got... Drew Brees on the docket, who I think was the predecessor. Uh, so Drew Brees, I guess, mentioned beforehand that it was his last game in the Superdome, but ESPN is not saying that he's officially retired. Uh, you still have uh, Big Ben has not come out and officially said anything. Uh, and I'm sure I'm missing a quarterback here and there. Uh, I don't know, maybe even Andy Dalton's tired of being a backup. Uh, but what do you guys see for the Steelers, the Saints, uh uh, we just recovered the Colts there uh, or any other quarterback that I missed here. Maybe even Tampa Bay, maybe Tom Brady, if he wins it all, decides, hey, I'm going out on a high note. I'm throwing up the deuces. See you all later. I proved that I could do it without Belichick, you know, middle finger to the rest of the NFL. Um, you know, and then he he walks away providing the first ever, you know, not just another legacy there, uh, the, the first ever home team Super Bowl champion, right? If he ends up doing it, I have fingers crossed, but uh, what else could the guy do? So maybe if that happens, Tom Brady walks away and calls it a career as well. So I want your guys' take. Uh, Trent, why don't you go first? Tell me uh, your thoughts. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting, uh, you know, carousel here uh, for, for all these quarterbacks. Um, I'll go through them and, and say, you know, I think, yeah, Breeze is done. Uh, I, I think that's pretty clear based on, you know, the whole back and forth with him and, and Tom Brady there at, uh, at on the Superdome uh, turf and, you know, Tom Brady throwing the touchdown to, to Drew Breeze's kid, stuff like that. It certainly feels like uh, like Breeze played his last game in the NFL. Um, same with uh, with Pittsburgh. I, I just you know we we touched on that uh, you know after the Browns uh, uh, kicked their teeth in. I think um, I think Roethlisberger's probably uh, probably going to be done as well. I would be I would be shocked to see Tom Brady retire. I think he even if even if they were to somehow win the Super Bowl, I think he just has you know, the fire, <laughs> the competitive fire in him that he is not going to quit until, I mean, they got to, they got to force him off the field basically. And the, the way that he's playing, I think, um, you know, yeah, I mean, he would be the first, uh, uh, you know, quarterback to win on their home field. He switched conferences. He went to the, uh, the conference championship game for the 14th time in his 20 seasons, which is a, another unbelievable stat. I mean, it's just incredible yeah. um, how good he is. I mean, that, that just shows you right there. Um, uh, I, I would be surprised. So I, I, I think he'll be back. Um, what was, uh, what was another quarterback? Where, where, oh, uh, Indy. Yeah. Again, I think that they're going to have to draft a quarterback. Um, what other old guys did, did you mention? Who did uh, well, those are the three that I mentioned, but I just thought of Matt Stafford. Is Matt Stafford. So, like, 
he, he, in my eyes, is more attractive than Carson Wentz just because, uh, you know, he, he's been consistent and he's just been on right. bad teams. Uh, Carson yeah. just seems to be in, in disarray. So, you know, for, for a cheap, well, I don't think he's going to be cheap, but maybe an alternative to Carson might be to bring Stafford in and any of those teams could do that. Um, but the way that you the way that you do this, and this has been proven, if, if you're not taking an older veteran as a stopgap for a one or two year period, you got the way that you succeed in the NFL is you draft talent and you, and you groom that talent, homegrown talent, uh, you know, wins out. Look at all these guys other than the Bucks. That's the stopgap situation where they brought Tom Brady and all these other guys, um, you know, uh, were, were pretty much drafted to their team. Drew Brees being the exception with, um, you know, that injury he suffered in San Diego many years ago. And then um, uh, Nick Saban, not one to bring him to Miami, picking Dante Culpepper over him, biggest mistake of his career. Otherwise, he'd still be coaching in the NFL. And, uh, you know, the Saints, you know, hitting the jackpot, bringing in Drew Brees. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think you, you're going to have to, uh, you know, the Saints are either going to have to roll with Jameis next year, which is a scary thought, because Taysom Hill is not an NFL quarterback, oh. or they're going to have to draft someone. And, and I think the rest of the teams are, are going to have to uh, end up doing that as well. Okay. Uh, Ryan, how about you, buddy? Where do you see these quarterbacks? What's happening here with the carousel? All right. Uh, well, just for the easy one first, did you see the broadcast? I, I'm sure you did. You watched the old Buck Saints game. I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure the I'm pretty sure the broadcast booth determined that he was done. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if you listened to any of that, but they were like, yeah, he's he's fried. Yeah, he's done. He's not coming back. Yep, this is the end. That's the last pass. That's it. That's the end. So, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, look, uh, Joe Buck is Joe Buck. probably the, the worst, worst, the worst, yeah, the worst commentator uh, possible. And his I, I try to tune him out, so I didn't really listen too much. I was just more excited of the interceptions that Drew Brees was throwing. Um, yeah, no, I get it. incredibly aroused. Um, sure. So. I was I was just enjoying every moment of that game because our defense really did step up and I I, I enjoyed it I loved it I loved every second of it um the second half that is the first half had me really nervous so yeah I think Jay Glazer from Fox Sports actually was the first one to come out and say hey this is Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome or whatnot that's right that's um, right so I I don't know he hasn't come out and said it so. okay yeah now I think he he might end up uh, being uh, I I don't know some sort of well. I think Philip Rivers is going to come back and be the uh, the old man who passes the torch after four games. You know, I think he's going to I think he's going to hang around just to kind of do that for for that organization, because I think he likes being part of a football organization. Rivers or Breeze? I think you just said Rivers. I did say Rivers because uh, I wanted to mention that I'm positive that that's the type of role that Rivers is going to play. Breeze could slip into something like that as they pass the torch. Um, I, I think Breeze might pass the torch to Jameis. I, I, I really do. Yeah. I think we're going to do that half Jameis, half Taysom thing for, you know, for a little bit while they figure it out. Uh, obviously, their draft capital's not not great, seeing as uh, where they finished here. So I, I think they might have to get a diamond in the rough, and, and I think they're going to stick with uh, uh, Jameis Hill there. And, and Drew Breeze will be, you know, third guy on the line who's just teaching people how to, you know, manage football games um, if he doesn't retire. I, I lean more towards him just saying, you know what, I, I don't need this crap from the broadcast booth. I'm I'm done. Fair enough. Uh, Stafford, he's leaving Detroit. I don't know where he's going. Yeah. He, 
he's staying yep. around. He, he's got football left in him. Uh, I like Stafford. You know that. Um, I think anyone who's listened regularly probably knows that. I don't know where he's going. You know, maybe he stays in Detroit uh, just out of convenience or something. But uh, he, he's got football left in him. Matt Ryan, he's obviously going to play. And the Atlanta organization isn't going to make a change uh, out from underneath him until middle of next year. I don't know if they... If they draft a QB, that probably seems like a smart move, or they trade for a QB. Uh, but Matt Ryan's not going anywhere. Um, TB12, he's he's got you know what another decade in him, maybe three, four more. Another <laughs> uh, decade. I hope. I hope. <laughs> yeah. A Ron, uh, we haven't even talked about A Ron because he's he's the youngest old man there. Uh, I don't think he's hit 40 yet. So um, he's 37. Yeah. 37. So he he's got a few more years in him. So we probably don't even need to uh, lump him in here. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, I could maybe have this conversation about AA Ron come next year or the year after. Um, yeah, I think I think, I think forty is his his drop dead spot. Yeah, thirty nine forty. I'll I'll concur with that. Sure. Uh, Jeff, how do you feel about real, this quarterback? Real quick, I want to wanted to just interject one point about uh, Ryan. You mentioned something about Philip Rivers, you know, being a part of an organization. He's already signed on to be a high school head coach. Um, is, has so he really? Really? Yes. Yeah, so he's going to coach some high school that had, uh, you know, something in place with him the last couple of years for whenever he decided to hang it up. So he's he's actually going to be coaching high school. Oh, football. that's awesome. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Well, that's what you think. No. But see, Ryan, I actually think you're right. He is going to come back. And here's why. The guy's got nine kids and now he doesn't have an offseason program to get away from that. OK, so now he's going to be super bad. So he's going to get like three weeks in where he's looking at his calendar like, man, I could be at freaking training camp right now working with these rookies and having a good time. Uh, I feel and, like but it's, I feel like he's he's already got a way to get out of the house. I mean, once you have nine, <laughs> they're spread out enough. They're spread out enough. They take care of themselves. He he's there not, for dinner. They have some long ass yeah. dinner table. He he breaks the bread. Praise over the meal, and uh, that's that's the extent of his. It is. It's like the Last Supper. Could you imagine how many turkeys the Rivers House has for Thanksgiving? My goodness. Sure. <laughs> oh, holy Jiminy Christmas! Funny meme is just... uh, someone said, "Oh yeah, F- uh, Philip Rivers finally pulls out of something." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he's just a good Catholic oh, family. You know, boy. maybe he's Mormon. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Listen, man. You know he likes to stay in the pocket. Uh, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Yikes. a little too long. Yeah, a little too long. A little too long. Yeah. Sometimes you got to throw it away, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> live, live to play another down, man. Yeah, live. absolutely. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Now that we've uh, gone off the rails a little bit here, buddy, why don't you bring us back to center? Uh, what quarterbacks are you seeing and where? Yeah, so Drew Brees, um, I, I think he's done. And I, I, just the way he acted even after the game, you know, I don't know if anyone caught it, but he's walking down a tunnel, takes one last look back on the field. He's back out on the field later on with his family. Brady comes out. Basically everything Trent said. Um, and and then now I guess his wife tweeted or, or sent him a message and it came out that he was playing with a dislocate or rotator cuff injury. And that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, throughout the season. And I mean, what he had 11 broken ribs. I think he is done. And if he doesn't think he's done, I think his wife now, just based on that message that she sent him, whatever, is going to kind of 
push him to retire. Um, sure. So I, I think Brady did the right. I uh, Brady. I think Breeze did the right thing when he came. You know, after the game, he said, "Hey, you know, I I don't know yet. I got to take time to think because, hey, after a loss like that, you know, he may in that yeah. instance want to come back. But I I think once cool ahead prevail, he's going to realize, you know, he he he's done. So I don't see Breeze coming back. Um, as far as Brady. Whether he wins the Super Bowl this year or not, he's coming back next year. That, okay. That's for sure. Um, that's, uh, that's reassuring for me that all three of you think that he's coming back. So yeah, he he's just too competitive. I mean, I mean, the guy could have retired, right. you know, five years ago, multiple times. You know, he, he, his accolades are there. I mean, he doesn't. He really does have does not have anything left to prove. It's yep. just his ego and his competitiveness that keeps him in there. So I don't see a Super Bowl this year changing that. So he'll be back. Um, Stafford, yeah, he's definitely coming back. Mate, not to the Lions. I don't know where he would go. But, I mean, he's he's the youngest of all of the quarterbacks I think we're talking about. So I, I think he's got quite a bit of time left. Roethlisberger? And, yeah, so that's a tricky one. I I, I think he should retire. And I think Roethlisberger kind of knows it. Um, but I, I could see him coming back just to try to prove or, or try to win, you know, one more time. I, I'd say that's up in the air. Um, but, yeah, I, I could see Roethlisberger coming back, even though, you know, I, I, I think he's sure. I, I think he should walk away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's a tough one. Yeah, he doesn't want he wants to come back. I don't think they'll let him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah, was, that's the other. I, I, yeah. Whatever Tomlin wants. Right. I think that's what it's going to boil down to. They could just tell him like, hey, man, look, you, you're going to retire. OK, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And kind of like Eli, you know, if, if Roethlisberger can come back to the Steelers, then that's the decision. You know, he'll retire because he's not going to start with another team. That's he's right. not going to go through all that. So he's not going to yeah, go to the Colts. He'll just say, yeah, hey, I don't, I don't want that. you back, you know, in so many words. Well, then then he'll retire. So. All, all right. right. Fair enough. Well, yeah, good point. That Brady uh, Brady is the uh, he is the, the real life version of the Jordan meme. Like, so I took that personally. Yeah. He, he just makes up stuff for him to to con- to continue to push himself to, to win. And I mean. It certainly works. He's like Jordan in in, in that way, you know, similar yeah. like to Tiger Woods. They they just kind of have that drive to to be the greatest. So it's it's fun to it's fun to watch. So well, <laughs> speaking of Brady, he's going up to play in some cold ass weather this weekend up in Green Bay, Lambeau, to face the other uh, aging guy. I'm not gonna say old, but aging guy of uh, A. Ron and the Green Bay Packers. Boy, I got to tell you, this is going to be a tough game. This is going to be a tough game. I would love nothing more than to see the Bucks win. They are probably the hottest team in football, which is exactly what you want at this point in the season. I have picked the Green Bay Packers to win. I'm not as amped about this game as I was last weekend. Not as confident as I was last weekend. I think Green Bay, this is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, I think if you can, uh, Devontae Adams is going to get his. Right. Like there's no you can try to slow him down to make sure he doesn't get 200 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, but he's going to get his. 
Um, Aaron Rodgers is too good of a quarterback. Uh, I, I think uh, Aaron Jones is a solid running back. I don't want to say he's you know good or elite or anything like that, but he, he's he's good enough to get it done because everybody's dropping back in pass coverage to to try to stop Aaron Rodgers. So he's just reaping the benefits of that. I think uh, Tampa Bay will uh, put up a good fight, and I expect this to be a good game. But it's Sunday afternoon in Lambeau, and it's going to be cold. Uh, and it's going to be tough, but I, I, I think the Packers prevail here. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers goes back to the Super Bowl, and it's going to piss me off. It's going to make me cry. Uh, Jeff, who do you have in this game, buddy? Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Matt, but yeah, I'm also going with the Packers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, you know what? The the Bucks are looking good. Um, the defense really showed up. Bucks yeah. had everything click, you know, for them against the Saints, right? I mean, four takeaways, three interceptions, you know, included in that. Brady, Brady had a good game. I, I mean, he, I wouldn't say did. Brady won that game for them. Um, it was a team effort, right? So, you know, they had the running game going. They had Brady going. But that defense, <laughs> I, I mean, they turned that game around. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you're going to get that against the Bucks and Lambeau. Uh, yep. So on the flip side of that, Green Bay also has a very good D. Um, well, they're playing better. Sure, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially their secondary. You know, so, I mean, they'll, they'll give us some yards on the ground. You know, so whether Jones and Fournette, you know, capitalize on that, that that'll be a big thing. You know, if the Bucks could get that running game going, but if they get stuffed, then I, well, look, I, I mean that's easy to say. You know, then then game could be over. But I think it'll be a close game. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Packers on this, especially just being played in Lambeau. The weather is gonna be what 20 degrees. You know, could be snow. I, I don't know if that's in the forecast, but. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Packers. Yeah, okay. That, I respect that decision. Trent, who do you have? Yeah, I don't know if Tom Brady can handle any of those cold weather games anymore, right? He's never won any of those. That's that's a joke. Oh, yeah, no, I no cold <laughs> Sorry, no, my my uh my wife snuck in this. The funny the funny thing is you're you're seeing that now, like oh Tampa, uh, he, uh, Tom Brady lives in Tampa now. He's yeah, his blood is thinned out. I'm I mean, guilty of that garbage. Myself. Look at I mean the, the one of the, some of the greatest games in playoff history. Tom Brady has won in the snow against Peyton Manning and and the Raiders and the Tuck Rule game and all yeah. this stuff. I mean it's it's all garbage. He hasn't even lived here for a year. So, uh, you know, despite all the, the comments he makes about, oh, I'm never going to live in the Northeast. It's wonderful. And, you know, obviously that's why we all live here. Um, I, I don't think the cold's going to bother him one bit. Um, so, Matt, you made some good points earlier. And, and I think I touched on these actually five or six weeks ago when I was touting the Bucks as one of the better teams in the NFC. The schedule coming down the stretch, uh, they're going to win, you know, five, six games in a row to close out the season and be rolling into the playoffs. And sure enough, here we are. Um, and, and they seem to be, um, you know, uh, peaking at the right time and blah, blah, blah. That's what you need to do to win in the playoffs. Right. And it, it, it seems to be happening. So, uh, you know, let's see why. OK, Tom Brady uh, is playing excellent football. Um, his a dot last week, I think, was uh, the highest out of all the quarterbacks. 
Um, and, you know, uh, conversely, Drew Brees was the lowest. And, and that's why he, you know, all everyone's saying, oh, he's washed. He can't throw the ball down the field. Average depth of target is is a, uh, a good stat to look at when uh, when you're looking at, uh, you know, quarterback play to see uh, see how they're performing. So Brady certainly uh, is is playing, uh, you know, competent football, if not some of some of the best uh, of, of his career. And, um, you know, you expect that from him in the playoffs, certainly. Um, the cornerback for for Tampa Bay, who shut down, you know, quote unquote, shut down uh, uh, Mike Thomas last week. What, what's his name, Matt? What, who, who's that cornerback? Is that Sean Murphy Bunting you're talking about? Well, uh, no, the other one, the guy uh, that's talking all the trash. Carlton Davis? Did he yeah, start? I think it's Carlton Davis. Um, I, I mean, you can pick who you want. You know, the the Bucks defense is is solid. Their their secondary is solid. Um, the, the defense is is probably, uh, and I don't even think it's arguable, the the best defense left out of the remaining four teams. Um, so th- that that will be interesting to see those matchups. Uh, of of the uh, the cornerbacks against uh, uh, the Green Bay wide receivers, uh, Vita Vea. We didn't mention that he's coming back this week. That's how much uh, how much is is he going to impact the game? Is he going to be a hundred percent? Is he just going to come in on rundowns, you know, first downs, not passing downs to to clog the middle? Uh, does that even matter? Because you know Green Bay wins through the air um, more times than not and, and salts away games, uh, at the end, uh, pouring on stats. And that's how you win in today's NFL and green Bay seems to be doing that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's certainly, uh, certainly an interesting, uh, uh, thought about the, uh, the Tampa Bay defense and, and how they match up with, with green Bay. Now, you know, you flip to the other side, you know, green Bay wins by throwing the ball. Rogers is the man. I mean, he's, he's going to win the MVP. And, you know, that's how they've they've gotten to where they are now um, under this new system, under the you know, they, they got Mike McCarthy out of there back to back NFC championship games for for Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers. And, and Aaron Rodgers looks like the MVP of the league. Uh, Aaron Jones is, I think, more than competent uh, at, at the running back position uh, to, to provide that, you know, extra uh, extra gear to the offense. Uh, Devontae Adams, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, despite the matchup uh, with Carlton Davis or uh, whoever whoever the other uh, dash cornerback was that, that you mentioned there, uh, Devontae's still going to get his, and, and he did that last week, and, and he's going to continue to do that. But ultimately, um, what, this, what this boils down to is Aaron Rodgers knows this is a, a, a huge game for him. He knows, uh, you know, living in Brett Favre's shadow, he's, you know, been, been the guy in Green Bay forever, right? But I think he's still, you know, we talked about Tom Brady uh, making up things to, for motivation, right? Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to make anything up. Look, they just took a quarterback in the first round in this year's draft. The it's writing's true. on the wall. He's 37 years old. He was the guy. He went through this. He was the first round pick to the the heir as the heir apparent right um right. so you know he's gone through this so he knows what's going on so he's been living in Brett Favre's shadow forever he's won a Super Bowl but hasn't been to another right so he knows that he needs to win the Super Bowl to you know be the greatest Green Bay quarterback right he want he wants to be that better than Brett Favre guy right yeah yeah so that is the ultimate motivator for him right now um and and I think you know the offense running through him, carrying the team, uh, Aaron Rodgers going to back-to-back NFC championship games, didn't win it last year, didn't get to the Super Bowl. 
Um, ultimately, I think that's that's the difference. Aaron Rodgers' uh, play, his efficiency, we talked about it last week, and it, it played out perfectly. I mean, we, we talked about him having you know right around 300 yards and two touchdowns, and that's exactly what happened. Um, he may need to do a little bit more this week, uh, but with with you know Tampa's defense being a, as good as they are, um, I think it's going to be about the same stat line, around 300 yards, a couple touchdowns, and uh, I think the the Packers win a close game. Uh, Ryan, where are you at here? So I I might be the only guy going with the Bucks this week. I I really think the Tampa Bay defense has really picked up speed here. And this is uh, why I love you, Ryan. Thank you so much. And, you other two are dead to me. Yep, always, <laughs> always. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you recall, the Bucks lit up uh, Green Bay earlier in the year. And by lit up, I That's mean right. they shut down Aaron Rodgers. And oh, I, I, I think, obviously, you know, <laughs> Aaron, given, given enough time to plan around this, and obviously he's thought nothing uh, but uh, about that early in the season loss that he discount double-checked and then got checked real hard for the rest of the game there. So uh, you recall him putting on his, his belt and then, you know, the, the rest of the game, he just got pounded. So he's certainly going to scheme for that. But I, I think the real difference is going to be the inside linebacking core uh, for the Bucks, which have just, you know, gone off there so fast. Uh, and Aaron Jones is going to be held under 60 yards, if I if I may say so. Uh, and I think that allows them to, you know, uh, allow Devontae Adams to still catch uh, a dozen balls, but but keep everything inside and underneath and not really have them march down the field like they've been able to do against a lot of people. So I, I think Tom Brady's going to do just enough to win that close game that Trent's predicting. I, I do think Aaron Rodgers probably gets his two touchdowns and 300 yards. Uh, but I don't think there's a run game to go with that. Uh, and I think the Bucks make a few key stops. And um, I, I don't know, maybe maybe Godwin, you know, lights up. Maybe Mike Evans catches uh, a deep ball or two and uh, and they find a way to get into the end zone, you know, one more time. Fantastic. You know what, Ryan? You just convinced me. I just switched my pick from the Packers back to the Buccaneers. I like that analysis. And here's why. There's a certain player that I absolutely forgot who was 100% lights out in the Saints game. Devin freaking White. Yep. That guy is a mm-hmm. monster. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know and you know on oh, yeah. and you know so on the other and on the other inside uh, linebacker you've got Levante David. And I mean you're talking oh, combined. Oh, Barrett. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's that linebacking core. I mean second year player out of LSU. The guy is just an absolute beast. And unfortunately Kendall Beckwith was also out of LSU, played next to Devin White. Uh, he was in a horrific car accident, and I guess he, like, shattered his ankle. Will never play football again. So um, as unfortunate as that is, he uh, uh, Devin White has stepped up. He's filled a role, and he is the leader of that defense. Uh, the no defense doubt. is really clicking. And Devin, I think Devin White wants to go out and prove that he is the player that he was last week, but on a consistent basis. So mm. I, I've switched my pick. I'm going with the Buccaneers, and now I'm fired up for this week, and I do think they win. And I do think Tom Brady is the first, uh, leads the first team to host a Super Bowl, uh, and they will probably be the visiting team in their own stadium, which will be weird. Uh, but still, they're, they're yeah. at home. 
So, Devin White played awesome last week. He was he was the man for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I I'm foaming at the mouth for that. To I think against. he was he was out with injury, too. He came back last week, if he I'm did. not mistaken. Right. So, he yeah, he absolutely they're getting did. healthy and, at the right time too. to get Vita back this week and yep. uh, Devin White last week. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. happen. Well, don't don't all follow my lead now. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not switching. I'm, I, I said Green Bay would win a close game. I otherwise, you know, same here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, yeah, I, I laid it out. All right. Well, what about the other game? We got the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be a fantastic game, in my opinion. Uh, yep. Trent, I'm going to let you go first here, buddy. Uh, Buffalo at KC. What do you see? Yeah, this I, I don't know. Um, I'm, look, I'm going to I'm going to assume I'm just going to assume that, uh, you know, the, the concussion protocol <laughs> is not going to be uh, in, in play here. And uh, uh, the, the $500 million quarterback is, is going to be playing this week. Right. I, I just think, um, you know, there there's absolutely no way that that he doesn't play. Right. Does hey, anyone know? Has Penny, anyone heard Penny's anything? a beast. Yeah, he's coming back. He's been taking first team reps, uh, uh, you know, in, in shorts and red. Uh, Red jersey, so he he'll yeah. be there's there's no way the NFL is keeping him out of this game. So yeah, the last I saw, I guess it was like stage three that Mahomes was in, and there's five stages, uh, but there was a walkthrough, so they didn't really practice, so it's hard to tell. But yeah, I mean, with with everything that happened this year with COVID, and and I just can't imagine that they they allow the AFC Championship game to go on without uh, Pat Mahomes there. So. Um, we, you know, we talk about them every week, all throughout the year. They have the best quarterback in the NFL, even though uh, Aaron Rodgers should win the MVP this year. Pat Mahomes is right there. He will be right there. Uh, oh, I thought you were top. talking about Chad Henney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, so listen, Chad Henney, I mean, double, double whammy for Cleveland fans because oh, he went to Michigan. Uh, <laughs> that was just unbelievable. What a run. And then oh, they mark it short and then the ball's on Andy Reid to go for it and not just go for it. Go for fourth and inches with the game on the line out of shotgun. Yeah. And rolling him out to throw a pass was unbelievable. Oh, I just couldn't bro. believe that. Yeah. I, I felt horrific for, for Browns fans because I was pulling for them so hard. Um, but, man, what a what a gutsy play call. The execution. Uh, you know, that was, uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty remarkable to end the game that way, but that's what you do. You go for that. You, you always go for that. And we've seen throughout the playoffs and, and this is, this is a common theme for the coaches that lose. They don't go for that. They pump that ball and they lose that game. Um, but Andy Reid knows what's up and, uh, you know, in a one on one and done playoff situation, you, you take the ball and, and take the game into your own hands and, and, what a, what a play call. Um, Tyreek Hill, uh, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the NFL. Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. I think that's that's all that needs to be said here. Um, I, I'm going to roll with, with Kansas City. I know I've mentioned Buffalo. We've all talked Ooh. about Buffalo. Man, they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, eight, nine weeks ago, man, Buffalo's going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the Super Bowl. They sure look like that team. Um but but not yet. I, I just I just don't think um, it, it, they got the taste of the playoff uh, playoffs this year. Um, you know, they took out uh, they took out Lamar. Uh, good job. They took out the Colts. Great job, uh, man. Are you going to take out the Chiefs and Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill here? Uh, if they do, they're definitely winning the Super Bowl. 
Um, but I, I just, I just don't see, um, I just don't see it. I, I, I just, you know, have faith in, in Andy Reed and in Pat Mahomes, that combination is going to be difficult to beat for the next, you know, five to 10 years. Um, they're going to be at home and, uh, you know, with, with that combination, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Kansas city. It, it, this should be a very extremely exciting game to, to watch. Um, and I, uh, I'm picking both one seeds to, to meet in the Super Bowl. Oof. All right, Ryan, give me your thoughts. That's, uh, that's, I don't know. Having one seeds meet in the Super Bowl, that's a, uh, it's a little dicey. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go against Trent again here, uh, and go with the Buffalo Bills. And I, I, I think we know what we're going to get out of Buffalo. Defense is not, you know, not great, but is it better than the Browns, which only let up 20 some points, uh, against Kansas City? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And, and is Kansas City's defense good? No, it's not good. Um, I, I think I think the Bills are going to score a lot of points here. And I think Kansas City can obviously do the same thing. I think this is going to be, you know, uh, a huge over 55 game. You know, I think this is probably a 33 30, uh, something like that. But I, I give Buffalo the edge here because I, I honestly trust Buffalo's defense to stop them once. And I think that's really all it takes. I don't think Kansas city has a great defense. And I think the offense, you know, against the worst deep secondary coverage in, you know, in football of the Browns, the horrible defense, how many long bombs did Tyreek Hill have? He caught that little cross that he gets 10, 15 yards on, you know, three or four times, but he didn't have a, he didn't have a deep ball against the worst, you know, coverage safeties in the league. You know, there, there, yeah. there's some sort of issue that something's not clicking. And I don't think they had enough time with a healthy Mahomes to, to get right this week. And I, I, I think that they, you know, struggle a little bit to get to get moving. Kelsey's going to be a good option. Um, if I had to pick between Kelsey and Hill, I'd, I'd pick Kelsey uh, for, for the production uh, on the Chiefs side. But I don't I don't think it's going to be enough. I'm going with Buffalo. Ooh. All right, Jeff, who do you got, buddy? All right. Well. So if Mahomes, I, I think we're all in agreement that Mahomes is going to play. Oh, even yeah, there's there's no way he's not playing. Even if they wheel him out there, he, he's going to play. The question will be if he if he's close to 100% or not, right? Um, so if you, if you have Mahomes out there who's close to 100%, I mean, because, it, look, the Chiefs are a pass-heavy team. They need him. Chad Henney. I don't think he's really going to fit that bill. Um, but, yeah, if Mahomes comes out there and he's close to 100% and everything's clicking, I I, I, I would go with the Chiefs. Um, I, I think the Bills definitely can match them as far as, you know, back and forth, you know, keeping in the game. And I agree with Ryan. It's, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um but yeah, I I'm gonna go on a notion that Mahomes is gonna come back a hundred percent. and yeah, I I mean it's not not a slam dunk. Uh but yeah, I I think the Chiefs are the better team and yeah, I I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I'm trying what to are the numbers on this game. What's what's the over under? What's the spread? Uh, I think it was, let me go look real quick. 
Three. Uh, three's the spread. I think the over under uh, was 56, 55 and a half. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm just guessing. That's that's what I would assume it would be. Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm actually going to mybookie.net right now to go look it up. Uh, I've switched platforms. Uh, 53 and a half is the over under. Uh, Kansas City minus 160 on the money line, and Kansas City minus three is paying out 110. Minus 110, excuse me. Uh, so Buffalo plus three is paying the same. Uh, Buffalo to upset is plus 135. That's actually a good little odd. And here's why. Because I myself am taking the Buffalo Bills here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, to Ryan's point, uh, defense wins championships. And if I'm going to lean on a defense of who's going to win this game, uh, I'm going to lean on the Buffalo Bills defense. Uh, I I think – now, these two teams did meet earlier in the year, right? So yeah. – uh, what was the score of that game? It was like 27 to 10 or something like that, right? So the Bills defense, I think, is much improved since that week seven matchup or week six matchup, whichever week it was. Um, I think the Bills are just uh, – they're rolling. They've gained so much confidence after getting the the monkey off their back of the playoffs. And the Chiefs have more to lose with a banged-up Pat Mahomes, and I expect the Bills to – Pound Mahomes. They are going to try to force him out of this game, uh, and it's going to be at, the, at least the first half. And that's going to be the fault of the defense because they're going to open, they're going to expose themselves, and Mahomes is going to take advantage of it. Uh, halftime adjustments. Bills come out, win the game. Uh, I think it's going to be a tale of two halves, and it's going to be a high-scoring affair. It's, I just, I, Stefan Diggs is going to have 15 catches because uh, Kansas City is not going to be able to stop that. Exactly uh, one Allen. touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and exactly one touchdown. Uh, it's, uh, but I just, I like Buffalo in this matchup. I think uh, I can already envision Macri being insufferable uh, whenever uh, any meeting that's going on between Sunday and the Super Bowl. So uh, that's my pick. Uh, I'd, and then that would lead to a Super Bowl matchup of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a visitor to the home team. Is that how it goes in the NFL or do they, they put the onus on, does it, uh, is it, does it go by record? Does it go by who wins the pro bowl? Do we know? Um, no idea. All, does it alternate every year? I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember if who gets home team, who gets away team. Not sure. Um, so <laughs> who gets to call the uh, coin toss? Yeah. Yeah, know. basically. I mean, it's um, a, it's a de facto home game. For the Bucks, yeah, exactly. Since they're getting through. Well, I mean, do do they get to use the home team locker room? Like, if they're in their own stadium? <laughs> like, I mean, why would they have to pack up their stuff and move it to the other locker? That would be a. So the home team alternates between two conferences annually. So the NFC team will be the home team this year because the Chiefs were uh-huh. the home team last year. I got you. So see, look at that. That would be uh, that'd be very fun and interesting. Uh, Which all that matters there is what jerseys they wear. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, doesn't the opposing doesn't the visiting team get to choose the jersey? They get to choose. That's correct. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So the home team is yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so yeah. So no, I got the Bills losing their fifth Super Bowl Ooh. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. That's a that's an early sneak peek for our Super Bowl uh, breakdown. I like it. So. So All right, you let's have run. the matchup uh, between the Packers, the actual Super Bowl, the Packers-Chiefs. 
which is a rematch of Super Bowl one and two. Uh, in that case, oof, I, you got to go Andy Reid and the Chiefs. And the reason being, I think is that's right. But I digress. Let's talk yeah. a little bit here about some props. Uh, yeah. Bucks and Packers game. All right. Who's going to record the most rushing yards? Aaron Jones, Ronald Jones, who FYI ran for 123 and two touchdowns the first time they met. Leonard Fournette, who's been a workhorse lately, or any other player. Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the safe bet. Ryan, Jeff? Yeah. Not not Tom Brady? You don't think he's going to scramble for yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, He did try to give the ref a high five after a touchdown last <laughs> I saw that. That was, that was awesome. awesome. That, that was, awesome. was awesome. So who's who's starting for the Bucks? I, I, I like... I like whichever Buck is is starting. I think Fournette is starting because he's the hot hand, but Rojo is a great change of pace. I don't know. They gave Rojo a lot of touches late last game, and yeah, he they mix it up. They kind of split it up. Good yeah. Yeah. I think they each had sixty or something like that. Um, I, I I like. I, I'm going to go with Rojo. I think. Okay. Mm, That's wow. a solid choice. Jeff, do you have an opinion here? Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I'm going to go with Jones. Okay. Uh, wait, which Jones? There's two of them. Uh, Rogue. Ronald. Uh, Rogue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rogue I'm gonna pick Joe. because I just I think he's he's just the downhill runner that's gonna get extra yards falling forward. Would you say Fournette? Fournette. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. So Bills Chiefs, real quick, who scores the first touchdown of the game? I'm not even gonna give you the names here. I'm, I want to know who you guys think is gonna score the first touchdown of the game. Tyreek. That's eight percent picked. It's Tyreek. First, first touchdown. I've got any other player. It's just rule of odds, right? I get to any other player than this. How about, other how about Josh Allen? Uh, could be Josh Allen. Yeah, right. right? Touchdown. Could a little be quarterback sneak. Yeah. Could be he Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. I don't know. McCole, McCole Hardman. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Flea Flicker, uh, Patrick Mahomes receiving touchdown or some weird crap like that. I don't know. But I'm I'm playing the field here. I'm picking any other player. Jeff, you gotta you gotta you gotta say so in this. Uh, I'd go with I'll say Diggs. Okay, it's not bad. He's gonna he's gonna score his one and only touchdown early, right? So, That's a safe bet. That's a safe it bet. It is. It is. Uh, and then he'll record his other 14 catches. So, <laughs> will Tyreek Hill record a 20-yard reception or more in the first half? 73% uh, are picking yes. I mean, Tyreek Hill's probably gonna have a couple of them in the first. half. Uh, I'm not even going to ask you guys that question. That's ridiculous. Um, will either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes record a rushing touchdown? Yes. 77% pick. Yes. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. It's Josh, uh, not Pat. Not with that yeah, toe. That's right. <laughs> not with that toe and that headache he's got. Um, yeah. Who's got more headache. catches? This one's actually pretty pretty good one here. Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs. Kelsey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got Diggs because I think he's going to catch this. Ah. Damn, that that that's actually a really tough one because it is. it is. It all depends whether or not the Bills have that drive where they throw it to Stephon Diggs five times in a row. Because yes. because Diggs will start out like super slow and then one drive they'll just go to him every play, and he'll he'll just rack up receptions on on that one drive. Yep. What's the um What's the slot receiver for Buffalo? The white dude that used to play for Dallas. Beasley. Beasley. I think he's going to have the most catches because what Andy Reid does is similar to what Belichick used to do. They might bracket Diggs and take him out of the game completely, and then you're you're talking about the underneath game for Josh Allen. So I, I would I would be surprised if uh, if Diggs had like more than six or seven catches, to be honest. Yeah, fair, fair enough. That's a, that's a good analysis. I could 
I'd go with Kelsey. Okay. I mean, I, I could easily see either one of these two. Yeah. Kelsey's unguardable. I mean, he's yeah. just, you can't, yeah, he's a, they're, they're going to, the, the, the bills are, are smart, right? They're coached by Sean McDermott, you know, uh, uh, another Andy Reed uh, disciple. He was his D coordinator for, uh, for a season uh, in the past. And he's going to have safeties back. They're going to guard the deep ball. Right. And that's just going to open up the field and Kelsey's going to dominate. That's, that, that's, what I'm that's my take on that. Sure. Uh, how many points are going to be scored in that game? Bills Chiefs. Over under 60, 53 and a half. 63. Yeah. 63. OK, I actually have picked 66 or more. I think we get into a shootout in the fourth quarter. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Could be like a 30. 35, 36, 33. Yeah, 36, 33, 35, yeah. 33. Yeah. That I, would I be amazing. I, I, I'm really hoping for that because, again, I, you know, you mentioned last week, Matt, Buffalo was going to put up 50 points. They scored 17. They they have not really been rolling here in the, the past two games in the playoffs. But to, to, to the points that we mentioned earlier, Kansas City's defense is certainly not the Ravens uh, or, or the, the Colts. Colts so, matter, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think uh, I think th- this has shootout potential and uh could be a super exciting game. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I, we, hopefully we get 66 points. That would be amazing. That'd be great. All right. Uh, I missed a couple here on the first game. Let's circle back. Is Devontae Adams going to score a touch on the first half? Absolutely. Yes. Um, yes. hundred percent. Who's going to record more completions, uh, Brady or Rogers? Brady. Brady. Okay. Yeah. I, I said the Brady. same. Uh, yeah. Efficiency. Efficiency is everything. That's, so that's, that's his game, right? He's, he's kind of brought over his offense. Um, and uh, B.A. Uh, is, is notorious for wanting to chuck it deep all the time. Um, right. And I'm not saying Tom Brady can't do that, uh, but Bruce Arians' preference is to do that. But Tom Brady's preference is to throw to Gronk and throw to Wes Welker and throw to these guys underneath. Um, and he's kind of brought that offense and integrated that into uh, Bruce Arians' uh, scheme here. And, and you're seeing more and more of that where – um, you know, you're not necessarily seeing Godwin go deep or Evans go deep. They're doing these outs, these 10, 15, 20 yard outs. Right. Um, and, and that that completion, quick completion, quick passing game that Tom Brady just executes with his eyes closed. Right. He can do that. So that's I, I think you're going to see a lot of that, you know, little short dumps, dump passes over the middle, little quick outs, quick pass game um, to where, you know, Tom Brady doesn't get off his spot. Um, and, and can just pick them apart. And I think, you know, he, he can he can have, uh, you know, as many completions as he wants playing playing that sort of game. So, you know, but as hard as you're jerking Tom Brady off over here, I, <laughs> it makes me think that you are indeed picking the Bucks, but you're not. I got to remember. I'm that. not. I'm not. I, I, that's what. But that's the reason why I think they keep the game close is, mm-hmm. is, is my point. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. What happens first here? Uh, Brady touchdown, Rogers touchdown, Brady interception, Rogers interception. There may not be an interception in this game. I, I've I actually would... got Tom Brady pick is the first one because it's been so long, so many passes with that one that I think he just he throws wow. one uh, and uh, it it gets under his skin and it fires him up to just annihilate the Packers defense moving mm-hmm. forward. So I think it'll be a, a pick by Brady, maybe even on the first drive just to put the scare into me. And uh, from there, it's just all downhill for the Packers, much like the first game. Anybody? If, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't do the key and peel celebration, I think uh, he's in good shape. So. That third pump, man. <laughs> That's it. I'll get you. You could ask Phil Rivers about that third pump. Uh, yeah. Oh, nine pumps. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, too so, soon. So what was what was the bet? It was uh, 
Brady uh, Rogers touchdowns or interceptions, which one happens? That's essentially yeah. What happens? Let's first? go. I I'll take Brady touchdown. Yeah, I, I like Brady touchdown. touchdown too. All right, Jeff. Man, I'm going Rogers touchdown. Okay, I mean Devontae Adams is going to get what two, maybe three. Uh, Should get two. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's right. that's a. That's a flip of a coin, though, because it really depends who gets the ball first there and whether or not that team stalls, because yeah. at least by the second drive of the game, there'll be a touchdown. Sure. Yeah. Boy, so. he just picked apart probably the best defense in the NFL in the Rams. And, you know, we mentioned Tampa Bay being a very, very good defense. I don't know if they're as good as uh, as the Rams uh, with you know Ramsey there uh, guarding Adams. And he still got his right. So I think. uh it's a safe bet for uh, for Rogers to uh, to at least connect with with Adams at least once. Yeah. All right. Well, how many combined rushing yards in this round? Uh, I'm saying two sixteen. <laughs> Ooh, that's it. Combined rushing. Yards. Well, there's two oh games. A little bit more than a hundred yards in each both game. games. Both games. Totally so for both, both teams, teams too. For both teams too. So real well, quick, yeah, you got to you shut down. You, uh, you mentioned you got defenses that, that, that shut good. down, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the um, th- that Buffalo and Kansas City have already played this year, right? And that was sure. back in week six, and yep. Kansas City won that game 27-16. to 16. Do you guys remember how they won that game and what happened in that game? Uh, the running back, the, the midget running back from LSU ran all over him. All over them because they, they set up in a light box because they were afraid of Pat Mahomes picking them apart. So the Chiefs ran for like 250 yards in that game because they just handed it off when there was five men in the box because they're afraid of Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and and Pat Mahomes, right? So this this is a tough one because what I mean, what's going to happen? Or they can't do the same thing, certainly. Well, no, that um, running back's I mean, not playing. Hurt. Well, he's not playing, but I mean, any running back could run through the holes that were <laughs> were made in, in that game. They were, you know, right down Broad Street. Um, so I, I think that's just another kind of uh, uh, aspect to think about here for for that. If you say 216 in, in the two games, hell, Kansas City might run for 200 yards in the, yeah. in their game because that's, they've already done it. They've already done it. So um, let, me, let me think about this while I uh, – 373. Yeah, 373. All right. Yeah, I, I would say close to 400 myself. Woo, 400. So let's see. Uh, Green Bay's oh, going to run oh. for 50 yards. Tampa Bay will run for 120. Buffalo's going to run for zero. Zero. Allen's going to run for 48, bro. I'll take uh, I'll take uh, 301. How about 301? Ooh. Ooh, lowballing. Well, Matt's lowballing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt just changed it to 316. We'll go somewhere. Okay. All pick right. your poison. Pick your poison with Kansas City. I mean, do you want yeah. Pat Mahomes to, to burn you? Uh, I, I I don't think that's what you want to do. So you gotta kind of I I don't know because there if you only put five guys in the box, Andy Reid has shown that he'll he'll just run it, and uh, he, he, that's the way they beat Buffalo the first time. So if, if Sean McDermott doesn't figure something out there, um, it, it's you know pick your poison. It's one or the sure. other. They're gonna they're gonna beat well, you both ways potentially. So here, here's here's a wrinkle. They like to do that little half uh, forward pass thing to the shovel jet pass. sweep guy, the yes, shovel pass yes. jet sweep guy. So that's where I think Hartman's gonna 
uh, do well. I think Hardman's a mm. good fantasy pick this week because they did that a couple of times against the Browns and it was wildly successful is where they set up a, you know, a, a motion receiver to do a jet sweep type uh, run, but they do that little pass in front. So it won't count as a rushing yard. It'll count as a passing yard. Who's going to, who's running the ball this weekend in Casey? Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody. Either of the, the D Williamses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the Williams. Whichever D Williams you want to pick. And which he uh, he could have been the Super Bowl MVP last year. Let's not forget that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's all good point. Hey, listen, guys, I'm really excited about this weekend. Uh, go Bucks, go Bills. That's kind of what I'm hoping for here. <laughs> um, I could see any 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 of those scenarios happen. By the way, I know I you know we're we're making picks here, but I, I could definitely see uh, that scenario as well. Even though I picked against it, so yeah, same here. Good games, good games. They they are good games, and I feel like any four of these teams are absolutely worthy of making it to the Super Bowl. I know that in the past there's 100%. been a few Super Bowls where you're you're looking at it like, eh, do they really? Um, I mean, to uh, somebody brought it up. I think Trent, you did uh, about the best defense in the league. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady just shredded the best passing defense in the league uh, with the Saints, right? And albeit because they spent the entire second half on the field, um, but maybe that's the recipe for success for a Buccaneers offense that maybe. Uh, has hit its pinnacle and it, it should kind of come back to earth here. I don't know. Um, I sure hope not. So yeah. just my thoughts. Yep. Um, anyway, thank you guys for joining and, uh, we let's get together next week. We'll, uh, we'll kind of do a recap Ooh, of the Super championship games. Uh, yeah. And then uh, a little bit of a preview maybe for the Super Bowl, And then the week of the Super Bowl, we'll do a Super Bowl props podcast. Love it. Uh, where we Love get to it. pick what color Gatorade is going to be spilled on Hennifer Lopez or whoever's doing that. The worst, the worst bet ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll go over that and we'll absolutely make as much fun as possible over the ridiculous prop bets that people can lose money on, and I will raise my hand to say that I'm one of those people. So, uh, yeah, there it is. All right. Lean into it. I know I know what I'm about. So. Um, well, thank you so much, guys. I love having the full house here. Uh, we ran a little long because it's a full house, but I, I love it, man. I, I think it's great. Um, yeah, so good time. All means, uh, let's 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 meet up again next week and let's let's talk some more football. That sounds good. All right. Take it easy, guys. Go Bucks.